hello board and welcome ladies and gentlemen to the always be booked cruisecast show coming to you not quite live from orlando florida i want to thank you so much for taking the time to find download and listen to the show as we cover anything and everything relating to cruising we are here ladies and gentlemen night before the cruise all right let's let's calm down let's start with the normal stuff instagram please check me out always be booked or abb cruising we are all over instagram couple of posts a day ideally we have the youtube channel which is always be booked facebook as well always be booked on facebook and uh itunes itunes is the main one if you can subscribe and if you can uh, be a regular regular listener and if you can maybe tell one of your friends who may like cruising may like podcasts may just like travel in general please do so also uh stitcher we're on stitcher if you're not a iphone person at this point that's fine you could find us on stitcher the main thing is you you find it you like it and you enjoy it and if you get the inclination maybe share the information with a friend and maybe maybe if you're really feeling into it rate it review it and uh you know that's the way uh the show has helped out the best that's the best favor you could do for us uh if i could ask ask anything of you i know who the hell am i to ask you guys to start getting on the computer and rating things for me but you know i'm just saying if you got a few extra minutes to kill at work or wherever uh feel free all right we are on the night before the cruise ladies and gentlemen the tension is in the air you can cut it with a knife i am so so pumped as is i believe the lovely miss k as well uh you know this is the time where yeah, the the clock can't move fast enough. It's almost like you know Christmas Eve. You guys understand it. You guys all know the deal. When you guys are going on any type of vacation, especially if you're listening to this show, a cruise, there's nothing like it. And man, you're just trying to crush your teeth, dot your eyes. Uh, I have not finished packing yet. That's just kind of my style. I don't. Uh, uh, I'm not proud of it. Uh, what do you want me to tell you? I am in the process of packing. I am drying some clothes. I am rounding up my toiletry items, and I'm ready to go. So uh, how's the scale been looking? Are you wondering? We got that. See, when I say I want to be 240 by the time I sail away, and ideally I would love to have been able to see 239. Just to, just to touch 239 would have been great i also know that that's not technically what i weigh you guys understand when you guys lose weight or if you're the bigger people the women you know or the or the or those more fit people the guys whatever you're trying to lose weight it's like oh my gosh three pounds won't be the free three pounds for guys like me is a lunch and or is a trip to the gym i can knock off three pounds in a lunch uh, in a trip to the gym i can gain it back uh, with the lunch that I have after it. So when I say when I want to get down to 240, that means I just want to see 240 on the scale somehow, some way, at some point before I get on. Because I know that I see that low point, I'm in pretty good shape, is at least at least for me. So 242 is where I'm at uh, today. Of course, then I had lunch and I put a couple of pounds back on because, you know, whatever is what it is. I'm hoping through the night, I don't eat, wake up, don't eat, go to the gym one last time in the morning, and I could see that 240 tomorrow. I don't know. Because I like, again, keep in mind, people say, of course, you're 242. No, like I said, that was my low point today. After doing what I just told you, doing that yesterday into today, I was at 242. I got a shot. I got a shot at it, but it's not a guarantee. Um, That's it. That's it. 
so still packing, still trying to make sure, you know, what, the, what outfits are going to make it, what outfits aren't. I did a little bit of shopping. You know, when I went to Miami a few months ago, a couple of months ago, uh, and I was uh, at the cruise port just kind of, you know, just go watching some sailaways and stuff like that. Uh, I was watching people get on the got on the ship and I saw these uh, group of guys they look like Jersey Shore dudes and uh, <laughs> I saw them getting on the cruise ship with their luggage and each of them had dry cleaning with them just in their hand so they had all their luggage packed up they had their sunglasses ready to go you could tell they just GTL'd and they had dry cleaning in their hands and I'm like how big of a douche do you gotta be to actually board a ship go through the custom situation, check in and everything, everything all packed away, but you know what? You're going to carry your dry cleaning on. Uh, guess what I'm doing for, <laughs> for this cruise? I think I'm going to take some dry cleaning on. Though. I, actually, at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? Why not? If you can hold it, if you efficiently pack everything else, and again, I'm the worst packer. I'm the worst shopper. I'm the worst. All this stuff, it stresses me out. I'm trying to, stre- I'm trying to shop the other day, and... I couldn't. I, I. I just. I just. I failed. I texted my event coordinator, Bria. I just like. I was like, Bria, in all caps. She's like, Wow, what's the matter? I'm like, I. I. I can't do shopping. I don't know how to do shopping. And uh, she just started asking me where I was. You know, started sending me some ideas of what to. Uh, what I should pick out. I'm sending her text. I don't even know from sneakers to bathing suits to whatever. Again, I just posted a picture on Instagram of me in a. You know, in the carnival issued robe with a suit jacket on top of that, and uh, that's my idea of formal wear. So again, what do you want me to tell you? I'm not the best dresser. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I'm the guy who. Again, once in a while, I'll put a. If you see me in an outfit that makes sense, just know it wasn't my fault. It happened by accident. That's all I can really tell you. Uh, I give was given a little thought to how I was going to document this trip. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things out there there's snapchat there's facebook where are you going to post you're going to go live you're going to do this you're going to do that i kind of pretty much narrowed it down to where i'm going to do everything live i do or in real time is going to be on instagram you guys if you follow me on instagram you've gotten used to me posting maybe two sometimes one to three times a day once in a while maybe more uh what i'll do now probably is post constantly i'll just keep posting and you'll see pictures if you don't like it if you don't care about it scroll past it if you do like it if it looks cool if it's informative helpful or entertaining to you in any way feel free to throw it a like uh comment share whatever and that's what i'm going to do i'm going to attempt a little bit of the instagram live and that's like what is that their their version of snapchat I haven't really messed around with that too much at all. Uh, I, I don't know. What are you, you going to do? You're going to change the world. How many things are you going to post from? You're going to have seven different devices in your hand from seven different sites going from this one to that one, putting YouTube on a daily basis, uh, trying to do the daily uh, you know, vlogs or podcasts on, on a day-to-day basis. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, what, I, what I plan on doing and what I'm probably going to look to do is just stay active on Instagram very, very simply. Maybe I'll re-evac- reactivate the uh, Facebook link to that. I don't know. It just seems like I, I still have not really found out where we're going on Facebook with this yet because, again, how much stuff are you going to put out there? I'm sure if I started boosting things, if I started doing targeting, I could get the Facebook going a little bit. But you know what? Let's just see what happens on the Instagram and let's keep that going and we'll do both live and standard. 
As far as uh, the montage, I try to do a montage after every cruise, uh, and I will have a video camera with me i'll also be using the i the uh the apple the iphone video camera as well and i figured what i'll do is i'll just make one montage but basically break it down into three parts so it'll be the length of three songs and there'll be a version that's available where they all run together and then there'll be three separate versions available of just each particular category and uh you know with the alliteration thing i'm like obsessed with alliteration because of what i do and every time because in the bar business and the nightclub business you're always trying to do promotions and you're always trying to alliterate things that sound that go together beers bourbon and barbecue or bulls all that stuff and you're trying to to thirsty thursday taco tuesday not that i came up with those but you're always trying to come up with things that sound catchy that roll off the tongue so anytime I'm going to do something, I always try to just, I don't know, it's just become natural to me to attach some alliteration to it. So I was thinking the three Fs with this one, there's going to be three separate videos and also, like I said, a version of all three that runs into each other, the fun, the food, and the facts. So that's pretty much it. The fun is obviously just going to be a fun montage with an ideally fun song, and it's going to include every ounce of fun and just kind of communicate the fun that we have and hope to have on this cruise. I don't see how we won't, you know, barring the thing. You know, well, let's just not even talk about that. But also the food, obviously, you know what that is, just the restaurants uh, along with the dishes that I do eat, and I do plan on taking down a lot of dishes on this on this sailing, and the facts, and the facts will just be pretty much a ship tour, just a tour of the whole ship, show you where the venues are, show you the neighborhoods, break break down the venues by neighborhood, and that's it. You know, so the first one will be more for the gratuitous enjoyment. The second two will be more for the information, and that's ideally. What we listen? By the way, guys, we talked about this. I plan on doing some podcasting on the ship too. Uh, maybe grabbing some people. If you see somebody who has some time, maybe get an interview with the head of security. Maybe get an interview with the cruise director. I kind of planned for that the last one too. But the truth is, guys, and 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 at this point in this career, this might not sound right, but I'm going to say it anyway. The most important thing is to really just enjoy these seven days. You get, I get two, maybe three cruises a year, tops. And as long as I get it all down, as long as I document it, I feel like I can communicate to you when I get back and post publishing, editing, whatever it is. I can get to you the information on the ship, the food, the entertainment, the time I had, and just what you guys have come to expect from me, my just hijinks and shenanigans that you're going to see. You know, am I really going to promise that, you know, hour by hour on that ship, I'm going to be looking to create and do content? Probably not. Who knows? Maybe. I think there's a lot of other sites out there and there's a lot of other bloggers who do a different type of cruise than I do. But I'm just going to – I'm looking to get after it, guys. You guys know when I go on these cruises, I go hard. I don't look back and I am not going to leave any memory unturned. Again, like the podcast, there's occasions where sometimes I can can be offensive. I like to say not as much anymore. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you couple of stories that i've done on cruise ships before when it also depends on who you're going with i'm going with the lovely miss k well she is a fun fun girl in every shape of the word you know it's not like you're going with a couple of dudes who you know you're just going to try to race hell with it's not quite the same 
I mean, with with K, it's it's close to the same, but not quite the same. But when I went on when I went on a cruise with Nick, I, we were doing wacky stuff. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, at about ten o'clock at night, all I would try to do things like go up to the Lido deck and bring the lounge chairs into the elevator, down the stairs, into the elevator, into the disco, and. The security guy was wondering what the hell was wrong with me, rightly so. Uh, on another ship, I tried to take the piano from the piano bar, move it into the casino. Uh, just crazy, crazy things. And there's a lot of other things that we shouldn't talk about that we did. Uh, I went to the, the head of security on the Splendor for about four of the sailings that I was on absolutely knew who I was. And... Uh, Let's just say all the people that we made friends with, there was a common phrase on that ship and it was usually screamed out by someone on security and it was screamed loud and it was, Thomas, no. Thomas, no. That's what we heard over and over again. Again, uh, what are you going to do? It is what it is. We're not going to necessarily go that route this time, but we are going to have some fun. We are going to get after it and who knows – there may be a few notorious moments. Doesn't mean it. And if there aren't, there wasn't the last couple of cruises. I was pretty well behaved on the last couple of cruises for me, I think. But we'll see. Maybe there's not. And you know, all's not going to be lost if, uh, you know, I'm not in cruise jail. Do you guys hear what cruise jail is? I heard cruise jail is simply uh, your room with the security outside your door holding a taser. Is that true? I'm not sure. Let me know, guys. Always be booked on Facebook. Send me a message. Shout out to Carlos. Carlos, we've been going back and forth. Uh, he gives a lot of good information to me. We have a lot of good conversations regarding new stuff that's happening in cruising as well as uh, he just got off the Vista. So I'm going on the Vista at the end of this year, and I'm looking forward to hearing how Carlos's cruise was. So Carlos, uh, definitely get that. Uh, get some information. Start giving some thought because I want to give uh, give the viewers a little bit of a – uh, insider perspective of your cruise on the Vista. All right, so who knows? Maybe we will. Maybe there will be some podcasting. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm probably not going to. As as you pack, the things that you're going to bring just become less and less. If you asked me two weeks ago, I was absolutely bringing the microphone and the laptop, and there were going to be podcasts. That's going to be a game time decision, guys. We'll see. Could always talk into the iPhone voice memo, but we'll see if that happens or not. Uh, tomorrow so trying to get to the port at 11 this is going to be a first for me guys i am always the guy and you know they say you know get there early or get there late don't get there in the middle 11 i'm hoping is still kind of early uh it's a first for me going in on the early end of it i'm usually there at the very end of it uh towards like 2 30 trying to get on when everybody's already else on so you don't have to necessarily fight through the crowds the worst embarkation i've had was coincidentally and unfortunately through the same port that i'm going to tomorrow which is port canaveral on the carnival sunshine and really seriously i'm not gonna lie to you it really did get me off to a bad cruise and uh i was complaining the whole time just the long lines and i don't know maybe i was just i really wasn't complaining about the lines i was just noticing how long it was taking we drove to the port it was taking forever to get on the muster station took forever then there was a double muster muster station where they had to take you outside as well as sit you in the room and i really did out of, out of the words uh can i start my freaking vacation already in the middle of the uh muster drill 
again, don't 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 do what I do, guys. I'm sorry. I I, I take a step back and I realize how much of an asinine infant uh, juvenile I am sometimes. And uh, I, I'm listen. We're all a work in progress. That's all we could say. Uh, so get to the port at about 11, meeting the lovely Miss Kay there. She comes from West Palm Beach. I'm coming from Orlando. I got to work tonight, and I already put the word in to the guys. Uh, it's not going to be – I'm not going to be doing much of the heavy lifting tonight, guys. You guys probably already know my mind is already in the middle somewhere between the Atlantic Ocean and the Caribbean Sea. So I'm going to get in there in a little while as soon as I finish up this podcast. But I got to get some – I just – I'm going to be there late. I'm going to be there till at least – Three three o'clock in the morning. So it is what it is. She comes in from West Palm, and we will look to, which means she's going to have to leave at around eight. So she'll get a good night's sleep. She's home already. She's finished packing. She's going to wrap it up tonight and uh, get a good night's sleep. Leave at eight a.m. I am going to try to sleep until nine. Get an hour in the gym and shower up and leave for the port at ten. And it is just under an hour for me to get from Orlando to Port Canaveral. Uh, as I said before, I want to get the business out of the way first. I want to be workmanlike. I want to be efficient. I want to set this vacation up the way it's supposed to be. We're going to put the bags in, and I guess we're not going to get them for a while. So we're going to be on board, ready to run around the ship and get some pictures, get some just base knowledge of where everything is what i also keep hearing and it makes sense is that this ship for a huge ship is very very easy to figure out and that's good news and that's news that just makes sense if you're going to build a ship this big you're not going to just nook and cranny and you know not compartmentalize it like you should so uh it is still a big ship and we are still going to have to stretch our legs out and uh you know Get to get to running around that ship and making sure that we get a good vibe and a good feel for the ship and know where everything is. Everything is. Get a look at the cruise compass and know. You know what? I don't. I don't. I didn't do the Royal Caribbean app yet. Uh, I don't even know what the situation is with that lately. What they what they're doing as far as um, you know, being able to navigate, talk to each other, as well as look at what's coming up by excursions. I know they have it by you know uh, make reservations, purchase dining packages. I uh, not packages, but purchase uh, specialty dining. I know you can do that on an app. I have to get a full education on that. I have not done that yet. Um, what have I done so far? Oh yeah, the uh, whole the unpacking. So eleven o'clock, we'll probably get on the ship by eleven forty-five. We'll get into the room by about noon. We'll put the stuff away, unpack. Empty out the suitcases, and like I said, that suitcase is going under the bed, and then what we'll, we'll do is we'll start walking around. Maybe grab something to eat, and then get ready for the mustard drill. Right after the mustard drill, start drinking because we don't break the rules. We don't drink before the mustard drill. Actually, that's not against the rules, is it? Whatever. So uh, what else? The only reservations I made so far were Giovanni's for the first night uh, and Chops for the fifth night. Uh, always plan. I always try to... Uh, plan for an off night, a sober night, but what always happens is the FOMO kicks in, kicks in, and that just doesn't happen. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. I got some sandals. I did some shopping. I got some stuff, and I just got more stuff than I wanted to. That annoyed me. I just bought more stuff than I needed. 
ah, I don't know, whatever. But I got some sandals. I didn't know it wasn't cool anymore. This is how this is how bad I am, and you're gonna laugh at me right now, especially the ladies, because you're just realizing that you're dealing with a mess here. I didn't know it wasn't cool to wear those slide-in shoes that you used to wear in the 90s. I also didn't know it wasn't cool to wear visors anymore. So shows you gives you an idea. So those Nike or Adidas slide in with the you know the massage bottoms where you stand on on the sole and you know they have sometimes they have Velcro sometimes they don't but they're just basically made out of rubber. Uh, they told me you can't wear that. Everybody said no, Tommy, you can't wear those anymore. Get yourself some like decent sandals or nice leather flip flops or something and be a gentleman. So of course I went and spent seventy dollars on freaking sandals which i mean i'm not cheap at all i'm not cheap to a fault but i just don't like spending money on clothes i'm sorry it's just what it is and i don't you know sure enough sandals my buddy still is makes always makes fun of me because i get my i get my jeans at model sporting goods that's where i get my jeans and you show me the jeans there and I can tell you I'm walking around next to another guy who has jeans on, and I don't think you could pick the guy who has the Models jeans on. Maybe you can. Who knows? I could be living in a dream world. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Spend $70 on sandals, and yeah, they're on right now. I've been wearing them ever since. Uh, you got to remember. See, something I'm, I'm, I'm a little leery about is, you know, Carnival. What they do with the drink package is they cap you at 15 so we always just had like a uh, – just a saying we would always say on the ship. So finding 15. Have you found 15? Or how close are you to finding 15? Like it's almost like a uh, – sounds like a title of a romantic comedy movie, Finding 15 in theaters near you. Uh, but the difference with Royal Caribbean, and I guess they just <laughs> put it in the hands of the guests to be responsible, and they don't put a limit on how much you can drink. Uh that's a problem. That might be a problem. If there's no limit to how much I can drink and I'm just going to start ordering without the – because that did affect what I would drink and what I would get. And you know, and it became more important to tip the bartender that you knew you were going to go to because when you only have 15 drinks in play, you know you, those drinks got to count. So he's got to give you a little bit extra of a pour. In this regard, there is no limit. So – here we go uh me at sea six days unlimited drinks and that's never happened with me before and i'm just interested to see where it's gonna go the thing is i'm not like uh a lot of people like you're probably listening to this podcast and a lot of people are like oh my gosh this guy's doing a cruise podcast he should be doing a booze podcast because clearly he's an alcoholic let me tell you something in my world i am not on the higher end of the alcoholics I, 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 I absolutely, and maybe you've seen them too, have been on cruises where people don't get the drink package on Carnival simply because they're limited to 15. I've heard uh, people say, listen, I get one hangover, one hangover, and that's it. And that's on the last day when I'm getting off the ship. I stay drunk the entire ship. And that happens with more people than you know. People just get on their ship and they drink. I am not an alcoholic alcoholic i'm a socialholic like if there's a party going on i want to have a couple of drinks with it if there's something to be enjoyed i want to have a couple of drinks with it you'll never see me go into my refrigerator pull out a beer and turn on the game uh our friends back in new york our crew of friends the wives make fun of us because when we get together for super bowl parties or anything where we're watching a game 
there's no there's no beer. There's a shitload of food and some uh, you know some soda and some water and it's this and that. And they're like and they just laugh at us. They're like, oh, you boys are crazy big sports fans with your with your diet cokes and your sprites, you know. But that's what we do. We just you know when we drink and believe me, we you know as you know we can. I told you we can put them back and I can't put them back and I will put them back starting tomorrow. But we don't really. I don't really drink just to kind of drink and you know watch a you know beer and wings or beer in the game or beer after work or you know beer for no if i'm starting to drink it's because there's a good time about to be had and i'm ready to take a slice of it all right moving on i haven't booked any entertainment this could be a mistake uh who knows i I should have probably, but the thing is, again, that's why I cruise. I cruise because of the fact that you are able to do whatever you want, whenever you want, and have your choice of that. And I also don't want to be the guy that's going to book all the shows and have a stocked calendar, as as you know, in the Royal Caribbean, they have the cruise planner, and then when you plan something, that's added to your calendar. I didn't want to stack my calendar head to toe and be the guy that just doesn't show up to any of it. What I did hear is that you can uh, have the opportunity to see a lot of these shows, and you can probably still get into them if you, without reservations if you show up early enough. And uh, Miss Kay, if you're listening, we may just have to show up to a couple of the shows that we really want to see, maybe 45 minutes early. Now listen, I'm not even the biggest show guy that there is. I do like to see a couple of shows, and I really do enjoy them, but... I want to be around. I want to be moving around. I want to be doing things, and I want to be, uh, you know, jumping around from thing to thing. I don't necessarily. And the entertainment. Now, this is different because Royal Caribbean. You know what I mean? Carnival entertainment. What are you going to miss out? A guy on a unicycle juggling for the 18th time. What are you going to miss out? You know, the the orchestra along with the dance team singing about the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s all in one song, and the costumes are different. And there's no plot, and they're just dancing around. You know, all that stuff is good. If you're really into musical theater, if you're really into that type of thing, or if you're a little bit of a rookie, for me, uh, I can do without it. However, Royal Caribbean, from every single, uh, you know, you know, every every single thing somebody says about Royal Caribbean is that the entertainment is top notch and it shouldn't be missed. And I heard especially, and again, I got to give a shout out to Match Hodgeberg. Uh, again. I don't necessarily, you know, on a week-to-week basis, I'm not going to say I can't miss the Royal Caribbean blog podcast, but it is a good show, and he does a great job, and uh, I did a lot of binging through my travels the last week or two because of the fact that I am going on this, uh, the Oasis ship tomorrow, Um, but we'll see what happens as far as that goes. I always say you can't plan a cruise. I said it about two minutes ago again, and that's true, but you have to manage it. You have to manage it in a way so that some sort of uh, humanity can be retained within me. I do try, like I said, to – again, I, I am not going to let myself be just to the point of vomit six days straight, seven days straight. I have to kind of choose my battles. What are going to be my days off? What are going to be my reprieve days? I do a bunch of things that – help me i think as far as whether it's the thermal rooms or whether it's the gym whether it's a lot of water to keep myself um able to consume what i'm consuming both from a food and drink standpoint but you do have to pick your battles and you have to kind of make it so that you're not always on 10 you know what i'm saying 
All right, so I got a couple of goals from the Oasis that I definitely want to do. Again, having said that you don't plan, I don't plan these cruises, but there are some things that I definitely want to see if I can maybe try. Starting with number one, I definitely want to do that zip line. The zip line that goes across, I think, is it Central Park or the boardwalk? I think it goes across the boardwalk, right? And you zip across and, uh, again, I've never zip lined in my life. How about that? So uh, we'll see what happens with that. I am scared shitless. I'm going to try to get myself to do it. I'm probably going to need a shot or two or maybe a frozen cocktail or two. And I'll tell you something else. I am not doing it without seeing at least one guy fatter than me doing it. And like I said, I'll probably need a little encouragement from people, and uh, we'll see what happens. I also plan on doing the flow rider, which can be very embarrassing, uh, but screw it. Also can be very entertaining for the people that are going to try to watch me flop around like a beached whale. Um, Both of the things I think we should try when we are in port at Nassau. We're not uh, planning at this point on getting off the ship at Nassau and that's for a couple of reasons guys I don't know if you guys have ever been to Nassau but what I think you know there's three things you do at Nassau either go to Atlantis and that's like 75% of it that's that's it that's Nassau is Atlantis or you can do a simple beach day which there is a beach there's there's a few beaches in that area there's all the stuff you can do but as far as for Nassau and and the third thing is there's a few resorts for a day that you can do so I'm not going to Atlantis again I don't think unless Kay wants to go I'm in I'll do it and it doesn't sound like she's something she's hell-bent on doing but uh I'm in if she wants to go because I mean I could have a good time there and you're not gonna you know it's not boring by any stretch but uh it's something I've done a few times and if she wants to do it we'll do it if she doesn't care about doing it we won't uh, and I'm not going to do a resort for a day. That's just dumb. To shell out another 120 bucks and go sit at a resort that I'll never be back at when I got a perfectly good ship with a perfectly open food and open bar situation going on. And a ship that I probably won't even be able to get to see the entire, you know, the entire scope of even if I am on the ship for seven days straight. So why not take that as an opportunity to stay on the ship? And that's about it. Um, I want to try those freaking roast beef sandwiches everybody keeps talking about. These damn things better be good. I saw a picture of them. They look uh, small. And they're like three or four of them just to kind of get me warmed up. But either way, they do sound like they're delicious. People keep just talking about them. You know, know, what is it called? The Central Park Cafe, which is almost like a, uh, you know, like a, what would you call it? Uh, Not a bakery, maybe some sort of bakery slash, you know, restaurant. Uh, in the Central Park neighborhood of the Oasis of the Seas. Uh, St. Thomas, we're going to do the usual, I'm hoping. Uh, you know, she pretty much said, you know, take the lead. You know, gave me free reign to, uh, and that could be a mistake on her part to do that, but <laughs> she's she's down. And I, and I, I don't uh, I, I don't see how, that, I, mean, I swear by this. I've done this. I've taken the lead in St. Thomas a bunch of times. And every time I bring somebody on this, they always say to me afterwards that they were actually questioning it. Uh, and like, what is he What is he taking us to do? And, and then afterwards, they're all like, but I'll tell you what, that was an absolute blast. So who knows? Maybe we'll recruit some people on the ship to do it with us. It is fun with a group. But I get up, I go to Badass Coffee because for some reason it's just tradition. I'm a sentimentalist. So I go and get the Badass Iced Coffee. It does have the, uh, um, the um, what is it, the uh, ice cubes that are made of coffee. 
like I told you the first time I went in there, the 17-year-old girl was in there, and she was very wholesome looking and just moved there from, I think it was Nebraska. And, you know, looking in the next year, pretty similar. The next time I went after that, she had a few piercings and a few uh, tattoos. And uh, <laughs> just there was a little bit of a progression in her, I guess, uh, march through adolescence. To where, you know, she looked like the first time. She was actually telling me the first time, like, it's just a nice, you know, oh, you know, yeah, me and my family. Because I've just always been fascinated with St. Thomas and always wanting to, you know, I got one foot possibly moving to St. Thomas at any time of the day, night, or evening. So, you know, she obviously didn't seem like an island native. So I was just asking her, I was like, so do you live here? When did you move here? She's like, yeah, my family moved here. We're from, I think it was Nebraska Wisconsin. I don't even know why I'm forgetting, but... Uh, and again, I saw her the next year. And she just looked like she's, uh, you know, marching into adulthood with a little bit of an alternative type of uh, profile or avatar. So it was kind of funny to see that progression. And uh, in three days, I'll be back, and it'll be interesting to see <laughs> to see if if they even still own it or if she's even still there, you know. But it was just uh, kind of funny to see that progression with all those kind of uh, you know intervals of time that are between the. The, each time I've gone there so badass coffee and then I usually go to Hooters what I think I'm going to do this time is go back to Senior Frogs even though it was a little bit out of the way but go back to Senior Frogs because I have a few people there that I run into even though my buddy Tara is no longer there but uh, there are a few other people that I've gotten to be uh, friendly with there that I will check out and get a little boozed up over there with and then from there we will pick a uh, taxi uh, open air safari taxi and have them turn up the system make sure we got the right amount of bass and reggae music and get the right driver for the right price and just give them uh and they give us a tour it's basically a bar crawl and it's on the top of the mountains uh in st thomas and there's about four observatories starting with paradise point where you can actually see the cruise ships and stuff like that and get some good pictures and then each one of them have a bar a gift shop and just you know beautiful beautiful views one time i went up and the main one that you stop at and the last one is called actually called mountaintop and it is a huge gift shop it's almost like a freaking walmart sized gift shop that's an exaggeration but it's big and huge high high ceiling and it's just a very very peaceful place real fresh air you're at the hub pretty much the highest point in st thomas and you walk through the gift shop and there's tons and tons and tons of stuff to pick and you go all the way to the back and there's an actual really really nice bar that's set up there an actual permanent bar with uh somebody out there and then you walk past the bar and then you walk outside and there's a beautiful gorgeous view of about seven different islands or keys or whatever uh you see i think you i think that's where you're looking at megan's bay i'm i'm almost positive and they have the uh you know the viewfinders where you can put a quarter in and uh, there's no point in doing that don't even bother one time we went and it was funny the guy has a line we go back into the bar and we wanted to get a group picture of all six of us and uh we go to the bartender and he was had nothing to do there was nobody else there pretty much he wasn't serving any drinks there were some people outside but there was nobody to serve drinks to we just politely asked him hey sir can you do us a favor and come outside and just get a picture of us and he and he jokingly started right away just dry as hell too ah yeah i guess i got time for that he walks outside and again when you're on vacation all stupid jokes are funnier and i'm sure he used this line uh, before too he literally walks out from behind this bar takes five steps 
comes outside with us, looks onto the uh, you know the, the the veranda there, the the or the the the, view, the scenic view area, and he looks and he's selling it too. He's just really looking around and he just looks at us, doesn't talk for a minute. There's a moment of silence and he goes, "Wow, you know it's really nice out here. I had no idea." As I'm saying it, it sounds stupid. But while we were there, we all just laughed our ass off because we just weren't expecting it. You know, sometimes it's delivery too. He had the right delivery. What do you want me to tell you? Um, all right, so that's it. And then after that, maybe shoot by Sapphire uh, Beach or maybe Red Hook and hang out there for a little while. Uh, I also kind of want to um, – I, I still haven't done the St. John thing. I just have fallen so much in love with this routine. Everybody says you gotta go to St. John. You gotta. I don't know. I just feel like it's beautiful, but I don't know. Am I that into freaking St. John? I don't know. Am I into that into beaches where I gotta spend the whole day on a deserted on a deserted island? St. John's is actually, you know, second to St. Thomas of the U.S. Virgin Islands. It's populated. There's stuff to do there, but. You know everything I need is pretty much in St. Thomas. Why do I got to get on a boat and go to St. John? You know, and take that extra step. We'll see though. We're there from eleven to seven. I got to find out what time the sunset is to, to to figure out when we should do what. But from my, from what I heard in St. Thomas, the sun sets a little bit earlier there. So we'll see. Maybe we'll get a little bit of a piece of a sunset. Who knows? St. Martin is the next day. There'll be a little bit of a roving beach day. I think that might be the day I go a little bit lighter on the booze. That's the idea in my head right now. If you're going to take a day off, maybe take the St. Martin day off for a couple of reasons. A, because there's so much to see and appreciate in St. Martin. B, because St. Thomas is going to be very taxing. There is going to be some drinks during St. Thomas. But we have no idea. We'll see what happens. We definitely want to go check out Maho Beach. We want to check out, uh, you know, the sunset bar and watch those planes come in uh that'll be really really cool we also want to check out orient beach because that is the go-to beach also maybe if there's some time get over to uh great bay beach because that is the one that is closest to the cruise ship they call that like the base of more of the basic beaches but still a beach that'll put any of our beaches to shame that we have out over here in florida and uh maybe not any I heard this. I don't want to piss people off. I know there's a lot of beautiful beaches in Florida, so don't kill me. But, um, you know, let's just say Long Island, Jones Beach, <laughs> Point Lookout, Long Beach, uh, South Ham, you know, just the Hamptons. Great Bay Beach is more beautiful than any of those beaches. So that's it. No, sorry about that, Redneck Riviera over there. Didn't mean to offend anybody. But uh also maybe if there's time we'll do that maybe do some jet skiing and then make our way back but it's cool to do the tours in saint martin because like i said in the saint martin port profile asking questions to the guys who are uh, driving people around the chauffeurs the concierges in that area to listen to them just go on about their island is a beautiful thing because they have so much pride and they have so much knowledge and it's nice to see how much they appreciate it uh, you know from a native standpoint um all right so the gym like i said i definitely want to do the gym every day i know i'm going to gain weight on this cruise uh, the idea would be if I do go to the gym, we'll keep it kind of tight. We'll keep it as tight, as tight as possible. You know, the first cruise I ever went to was with my buddy Stu, Riptism Stu, and uh, he he does he 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 had me doing the two a days. We were going two a days, and it really wasn't that bad. And as we sit here right now, I'm thinking about maybe doing that again for one reason 
because I want to bring you guys back a lot of information. I want to get a lot of food and I want to order a lot of food. And then what do you say? You know, well, you don't have to be a slob and eat it all. But no, the thing is you got to know yourself. And if I order Johnny Rockets breakfast just, you know, so that maybe I can get a picture of it to get to you guys and then Kay can maybe split it with me, that's just not realistic. I'm eating the damn thing and it's going to happen. If I order it, I'm going to eat it. So because of the fact – so this is the sacrifice that I make for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. I am putting my own weight and personal health on (laughs) – I'm just kidding, but no, seriously, I do want to get a lot of food pictures. In order to get food pictures, I'm going to have to order it, and if I do order it, I'm going to eat it. So if I'm able to do the gym a lot, that will kind of keep things to where I want them to be for the most part. I'll, you know, when, when I say keep things for where I want them to be, that means maybe gain five or six pounds instead of 12 or 14 pounds over these next seven days, and then uh, you know, try to come off the ship with the usual quandary of how to make all the hard work and dedication to weight loss and exercising that I did part of my lifestyle post-shift. One of these times it's going to work, I'm telling you. Um, so the routine is good. It's therapeutic. It's 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 more, it's more less about me thinking I'm going to lose more weight on the cruise and more about me saying, okay, if I get up early, go to the gym, take a steam, and then have some water, I will be ready to take on the day that much more. And if I do it twice a day, I can feel a little bit less guilty about, you know, ordering that double appetizer or whatever else it is. Uh, what else? Casino. Casino, you guys know I want to be a player. Not, I'm not. <laughs> am I starting to, am I just singing big pun songs on this podcast? No. I don't want to be a player. What I want to do is just go into the casino. I haven't set my limit. I'm thinking maybe around a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks will be my limit. That'll go up if I do well the first night. So if I plan, if I'm okay with losing fifteen hundred bucks, and that's the key to gaming, guys, and gambling. What you have to do, and how I've never become a degenerate gambler as much as I love gambling, is that you go in with a set amount of money that you are okay with losing for the fun of the game, and it does not really work out like that but yes it does take a little bit of this thing away when he's just scraping the fifteen hundred dollars from you over the course of you know two three four days or however many you gamble what it does is you have to just remind yourself i said before this cruise i was okay with losing fifteen hundred bucks or five hundred or three hundred and it's all about where you're at you know what i mean you know it's a max mix of what you're comfortable losing Compared to what you know, where you are, and what you know, your bills are, and your finances are. And when I first started going, that number was three hundred. I knew that I could not lose more than three hundred dollars, and I would sit at the ten dollar blackjack tables. And if I lost the three hundred, I was like, oh well, you know, ideally. So now I'm at like, you know, I've 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 lost two thousand. You know, you know, I've said I set the fifteen hundred dollar limit, and you go a little bit higher. Uh, but a lot of times you win, and I really consider myself probably broken even. I can't say that I feel like I've won or lost more. I know there's times I've come off cruise ships where I've been up 3,000, up 2,000, up 1,700. And there's times when I've been down 800, down 1,500. And that one time I did lose 2,000 and uh, whatever. But the idea also is uh, I want to go in hard the first night, I think. Because of the fact that if you go hard in the first night, they think you're a player and they may want to be more apt to give you some perks. And if you go hard the first night and they want to keep that going, 
Maybe you'll find, you know, something in your room that says two free, you know, reservations to Giovanni's or two free reservations to Sobe or whatever other place that, you know, or, you know, at the end of the day, hopefully by the end of it, maybe there's a free cruise in it for you. Something like that. You never know. Uh, I want to sleep well on the cruise. Uh, The problem is. I just hate to sleep. I just get the the bad FOMO. It kicks in and I want to get up and do things. I I get excited. When I know I'm going to St. Thomas the next day, you know how hard it is for me to get a good night's sleep the night before? Even if I have a bunch in me because, you know, I sleep that off for four hours and then I'm up. Ideally, normal people go back to sleep. You know what? I'm kind of up. I'm wired. I'm amped. I don't want to go to bed. I want to see. I want to. I want to get on the deck. I want to take some pictures of us coming into port. I want to, you know, I I don't want to sleep. And then that kind of just, you know just becomes a part of what you end up being on that day seven or day six or whatever however long your cruise is but i want to try to get some and then you could take the tylenol pm or whatever i don't know maybe i'll try that i just never have i never i don't like to take things that you know controlled substances i don't like to uh maybe i'm being a little bit of a bitch but i just don't i don't like to typically but maybe i will this time People swear by it. People tell me all the time because what I do for a living, you know, I have a lot of daytime hours early in the week. I have late, late night hours later in the week, and that calls for like, okay, coming or going, and just it just messes up your sleep. And uh, you know, people tell you just take Tylenol PM, take you know Nyquil or something like that. You know, I, I just have not. People say start a weed habit. <laughs> not into that either. Uh, what else? Definitely want to go to Chops. Really, I have the reservation, and I'm looking forward to evaluating uh, the Chops Steakhouse. I am a steak guy. I like dry aged ribeye. Uh, I do like porterhouse as well. But uh, living in New York City for so long, I feel like I am a little bit of a steak connoisseur. And you know, when people do say, "Oh, this steak is great. I love this steak. I love," eh, you know what? You don't really know what a good steak is. I'm not saying I'm a steak snob because I'll eat it out back. You know what? When I go to Outback, I know I'm getting Outback. It's like McDonald's steak. That's what it is. But when you tell me you're a high-end steakhouse, I got a few things in my steak history to compare it to. And I went into what was it? Uh, uh, what was it? The one in Norwegian? What's it called? Uh, it's after some some old Cagneys. Is that what it is? Cagneys, right? Yeah, Cagneys. Uh, it didn't measure up. The Carnival, the Carnival uh, Pinnacle Steakhouse, and Nick and Nora's on the Miracle. Both of those were outstanding, outstanding steaks. Uh, but I can tell you, the Norwegian steak didn't really necessarily add up. It was good steak, but if you're going to tell me it's a prime steak and able to play with the big boys, no, it's not there. Uh, interesting to see if Chops can play around with the big boys. Uh, what else? Heard the ice skating shows are really, really good. Again, that's a shout out to Matt ha- uh, uh, Hodge, Matt Hodge. Hodgeberg, how do you say his name? Sorry, sorry, Matt. I apologize. Uh, he said you definitely got to check out the ice skating. He said he was very, very skeptical of going to them. Who wants to see a bunch of people, you know, in costumes skate around on ice? But he was very, very pleasantly surprised. I'm looking forward to doing that as well. Here's one: Cats. Cats is on this ship. Now I don't understand every review of Cats that I get from professionals from bloggers from you know regular people they always have a little bit of a face when you talk about cats and they're not saying that the performance was bad what they say is "Eh, it's just a little freaky cats running around as people i don't get that cats is one of the most celebrated longest running musicals on broadway if they got a problem with cat people 
on a ship, why would it last so long on land? And like I said, unless you were telling me that the performance was bad, the music was bad, whatever. But that's not what people say. People just say it's eh. You know, it's it's just the concept of cats. I don't know. Kay wants to see it. I'm down with seeing it. Again, like I said, if it sucks, we walk out. But we'll check out cats. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Whatever shows they have also, they have a lot of production and stuff like that. Uh, I'm interested to see what bar I'm going to gravitate most towards. Uh, I could tell you the setup of the Solarium seems like it would be my favorite. But I'm telling you, if it's all about namaste and holistic crap and world music and, and, and you know all that stuff, I, I'm not going to be into it for too long. I'll stop by for a little while, but it's not going to be my go-to. Uh, the Wipeout Bar looks really cool as far as where it's placed. As you guys know, I like the back of the ship and the view and you want to see all that stuff. But I'm not going to want to be there if it's, just, it's near the Flow Riders and there's going to be a bunch of, you know, toddlers and preteens sprinting around on their bare feet, you know, as, as, as we're trying to have some drinks. I hope there's some music. You know what I mean? Can you drink in the pools? I don't know if you're, <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to, you know, on that, on the, uh, on the back of the ship, like I say, on uh, all the time on the uh, on the Splendor, we just had our run. We can go back there. We can drink in the pool. We can uh, start a cannonball party. It was all adults. There's a bar that's 15 feet away from the pool. That's two feet away from the hot tub. That's five feet away from the best view in the history of the world. Uh, and I'm, I don't know. Part of me is going to try to recreate that. And like I said in the last podcast, I don't think I'm going to get it. But I am pretty confident that all the other bells and whistles that this ship has is going to blow me away. Um, I think I'm going to stay away from just myself ice skating. Not that I don't want to or not that I don't think it would be a fun adventure. Uh, I'm just going to maybe be in a little bit of a, uh, a, 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 I don't know, a bitch again (laughs) for lack of better terms. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to twist my ankle at sea on this ship. I don't want to do anything that's going to put me in a position to not be able to enjoy this cruise to the fullest. And you know, f- calling myself old or whatever. Again, obviously, if I was 25 years old, I would have done it without thinking of it. But it's not even because I'm older. I'm just thinking. It's, I like to think this is just a little bit more wiser. Even the 25. Even if I was in my 25 year old body, I would still say to myself, you know, why? You know, you can ice skate a little bit. You're gonna fall a few times. Why risk freaking busting your elbow or jamming your wrist or twisting your ankle when you're on such a ship? And you know what I'm saying? This is the biggest ship in the freaking world. Obviously, besides the Harmony. Uh, why do I want to risk any of that? Um. Maybe the rising tide. I think I'll enjoy the rising tide going up and down. You know, I think they do that every half hour, right? Funny story somebody told uh, – okay, told me that somebody told her was that, you know, people are just maybe not necessarily expert cruisers or didn't do a whole lot of research before the cruise, but they were on the Oasis. You know, I got to hear a lot about that. My friend, my friend was on the Oasis like eight years ago when it first came out. And it's funny. He's guys like doesn't even like cruise. It was his first and only cruise, and he was on the Oasis of the Seas. I'm like, do you realize the ship you're on right now? He's like, yeah, you know, no big deal, whatever. But these people said that they were walking around the uh, was the promenade, right? And uh, they saw a bar, and they went and they sat at it and they drank at it. They liked the bartender, and they was like, oh, you know what? This is going to be our bar. This is going to be the place we go. This is going to be our go-to bar, our go-to bartender. They went to. <laughs> They went to go back the next day, and they looked. Wait a minute, hold on. Why is our bar now a fountain? How uh, this was just a bar two days ago? How come now it's a fountain? They had no idea that this it's a rising tide bar, 
and uh, you know they may have had a drink and went, and they didn't realize that every half hour or so, whatever, it goes up and transports people from the promenade to Central Park. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, what else? Boardwalk. Want to spend a lot of time on the boardwalk. I think that's going to be a real chill place to be outside. Uh, go from you know restaurant to restaurant that's out there, whether it's ice cream, whether it's Johnny Rockets, whether it's uh, whatever Sobe, whatever else is on the. Um, on the boardwalk i feel like i got a pretty good feel of the ship i feel like i did a good amount of research and i know i know the oasis on a pretty intimate level uh me and Kay also talked about definitely wanting to do a couple of movie nights whether that's just a shutdown movie night and take the night off and relax or whether it's a pre-game to a hardcore night out or whether it's a post-mortem to an obnoxiously drunken day we want to do some movie nights and we'll see how that goes uh hopefully they'll be playing some good stuff Interested to see how the vibe is on that Lido deck. I want to see, you know, since it's split into two. I don't know. It's one side the kids and one side the adults. You know, a lot of the Lido decks are a central location for entertainment for people. And a central location for, you know, what... uh, It's like a meeting place. Everybody says the first thing you do. You wake up. All right, let's go see what's going on on the Lido deck. Now how is it? You know, let's go see what's going on on both Lido decks. You know, if you see like a – is there going to be a limbo competition going on on one side and you got the FOMO because there's a uh, hairy chest or cannonball competition going on on the other side? Is there – there's live bands. There's not two of them, right? There's a live band on one side. There's not a live band on the other side, right? DJ, same thing. So I'm interested to see what uh, the Lido deck layout looks like and where we gravitate towards on that one as well. Uh, what else? I'm looking forward to seeing which of the brick and mortar style bars and restaurants will be my favorite along the promenade, along the, you know, also along the, um, what is it, the uh, boardwalk. Which of the places that I'm going to really enjoy after dinner, showered up, you know, clothes on, out for the night, actual standard typical night out on the town type thing? Which are going to be my favorite bars? that i'm going to go to you know you have the wine bar which i hear is very very comfortable you have that latin place you have the disco dance club whatever you want to call it there's that english pub there's a lot of cool looking bars and restaurants that are just along that promenade walk and i'm interested to see what uh what what i'm into if anybody's been on the oasis let me know what you thought of that prohibition party i had it i canceled it i don't know it just it looked like you know a lot of the perks to it with that you get free food and drinks we got the part we get the package so we don't need free drinks and uh i don't know do i really need to find an excuse to dress up like i'm in the 20s i don't know so i canceled that spend an extra what 80 90 bucks on a person for that for, for i don't know i didn't see the value at the end of the day um I want to hopefully maybe hustle and get to a couple of stand-up comedy shows and, like I said, some other shows. We are going to have to do it where we, uh, you know, show up early because we do not have reservations. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. I got to get out of here. I got to go to work. I got to uh, somehow get through the last few hours, this last shift, before I get home and try somehow to get to sleep tonight through all my excitement because tomorrow is the day. Day zero, Oasis of the Seas. We'll be there at 11 o'clock. Looking forward to it. This is the podcast for this week, by the way, guys. So don't look for another one on Monday. Uh, we'll resume the regular schedule when we get back. By the, by the way, when we get back is a Sunday. And it's in the middle of Universal Studios, Mardi Gras. And the day we get back, and like myself, 
the lovely Miss Kay is a country fan, and we're talking about going to that. If there's anything left in our tank, that might be day eight of our cruise, and uh, Toby Keith is performing there. I've never seen Toby Keith perform. I've seen most people. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen Luke Bryan yet. Those are two of the main ones out there that I really should see that I haven't seen, and Toby Keith is performing at Universal Studios, which is literally right around the corner from where I live. Uh, so that's a possibility. We may do that, but again, it's going to depend upon the condition we're in getting off that ship. So we will get back to you probably not that Sunday, but we'll get back to you Monday, maybe Tuesday. I'm really going to shoot for Monday and have a full review on everything that we've done. Um, again, don't rule out, don't rule out hearing from me over the course of the next seven days. Maybe I'll put something up if I, you know, get the inclination to stuff the microphone and laptop in the in the travel bag. And uh, at the at the least, very least, please Instagram. We're gonna have some fun all over Instagram. You're gonna see some wacky stuff again. If you're a straight laced cruiser, if you see anything weird on Instagram over the next seven days, do not judge. If you do judge, please just pretend this never happened. And uh, you know what? There's plenty of cruise sides to me, and we'll just move on to the next one. Who knows? I'm talking a big game, tough, like I'm going to freaking go nuts and be hanging off the rafters on this ship. It might even just be a nice, relaxing few days at sea, and that's about it. But either way, thank you so much again for listening. Instagram, always be booked. Facebook, always be booked. iTunes, subscribe, review, download, share with a friend, rate, all that stuff. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. There's a place where the boat leaves from. It takes away a little your big problems. You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from. Take one part sand, one part sea, and one part shade of a nine on tree. And the drinks are cold and the reggae is hot. And I know this is the place for me. Get away to where the boat leaves from. It takes away. I love your big problems. You could worry, you could drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves. Jimmy, 